You're listening to 419, your local church evangelism and discipleship podcast. This is episode 10. Today we're going to spend a little time talking about the pastor taking the lead in disciple making in the church. So let's get started. Hey everybody, my name is Toby DeHay and I pastor Concord Baptist in White Plains, Kentucky and with me is Usual is Bill Egbert. He's the Director of Missions for the Little Bethel Baptist Association in Western Kentucky. The 419 podcast is produced, uh, it says every week, but not so much every week, probably bi-monthly, <laughs> to encourage and equip fellow believers to be about Jesus' disciple-making bookends found in Matthew 419 and Matthew 2819. Our show notes are found at tobydehay.com and on Facebook at 419 Podcast and if you would, come back uh, bi-monthly or so and do us a favor. If you're an Apple user, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and leave us an excellent five-star review. You can also follow me on Twitter and Facebook at Toby DeHay, and you can follow Bill on Facebook at LBBA Home. Any links, books, or tools we discuss today are going to be in the show notes. Thanks for joining us. Bill, how you doing? I'm doing great. Good to see you again, Toby. It is good to see you. We've been out of the saddle for a little bit. Yes, summer was busy around here. Summer was busy. We had some stuff going on at Concord that we had to take care of. Uh, my health has been iffy, I guess. Is that a good word for it? Yes, that's a good word. I'm good. glad to see you feeling better. Yeah, I'm feeling a little bit better. Uh, thank you. My asthma's been acting up, and I'm trying to get that straightened out, and the doctor... I went the other day and, and figured out that I'm allergic to pretty much everything around here. So, <laughs> all the grass, a couple trees, dogs, cats, uh, all kinds of stuff. So, we're going to get that hopefully taken care of so it doesn't trigger my asthma and whatnot. Uh, Bill, let's talk about a couple announcements we've got in our association. What's going on that people need to know about? Well, we've got several several exciting things coming up. Of course, our big annual meeting, which will be October 16th and 17th, Monday, Tuesday night, starting at uh, uh, on the first night, Second Baptist Church of Providence. And we will start there at 645 with our pre-session, business session with uh, some very good music. Then the second night, Dawson Springs Baptist Church. We'll have a supper together at 6 on the 17th. And so um, that's usually a very well-attended meeting, Toby. In fact, one of the best-attended uh, associational annual meetings that uh, are still held around here. Our people turn out, and they enjoy themselves. They do, and we've got good preaching. We've got some good music. Um, we have a, a good time of business, as good as that can be, I guess, uh, You know, doing that. So everybody's civil, and we have a good time doing that. We've got an exciting year coming up with our association, and, and uh, it's our prayer and hope that uh, wherever you are and whatever um, churches that you are involved in, that, that uh, you're working well together, reaching your community with the gospel. Uh, another thing that I wanted to talk about for just a minute is that we've got one of our churches in the area doing a um, Dave Ramsey financial peace class, and that's Emmanuel Baptist Church. And actually, that starts tonight. The first class starts tonight, um, and I wished I had a, a slip in front of me about more information. We'll put that in the show notes. Well, it's because you had your mind on talking about discipleship. Toby. I did, and and uh, but I did want to give Emmanuel a plug, and and uh, we've hosted it at Concord. I don't know, we've probably done it three or four times. And man, if you miss the first one, it's no big deal. 
Uh, you can get the material very quickly. The Ramsey Group sends it out really quick, and and uh, and I went ahead and put a plug on Facebook for them. You can go to YouTube and check out Christy and I's Debt Free Scream. Just go to YouTube and type Toby Christy uh, Debt Free Scream or something like that, and it'll come up. That's pretty cool. Uh, it was really fun. We had a good time doing that a couple of years ago. So we really promote that with our churches that they might go and uh, and learn about how their members can. Uh, can live on a budget, and uh, that way it, it can increase their their giving. It can it can increase their saving, uh, and really get a control of of, uh, of money. So, Bill, we're going to be talking about um, the the pastor taking the lead in disciple making. What are some of your initial thoughts on that? My my initial thought is to actually say that it cannot be found in a book, what, I, what I'm about to say. I, we've had some excellent material out there. We've used uh, Billy Hank's material, uh, Making Disciples. Uh, Charles Brock has wonderful material in his, in his series. But I'd like to go a little bit deeper and, and talk about the personal need of the pastor to actually be a disciple himself. I think that if we are able to rekindle the passion or have the passion kindled for the first time in us of what it is and a good understanding biblically of what it is to to be a follower of Christ, then we're going to want to, to pass it on because it is contagious. It It's almost like when you were saved and you just couldn't wait to tell someone, when you realize what a follower of Christ is and, and, the, and the joy of following Christ. In fact, that's part of one of the first books, the Call the Joy uh, mm-hmm. that Billy right. Hanks used. He really captured that. But if, if you can realize that on a personal level, the, the joy of, of walking with Christ, then you want to pass that on to someone else. And I feel like that I know in my own life we 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 don't have that pointed out to us as we should. And so we we are really left up almost to self-discovery and that's a tragedy that that so many of us pastors are walking around and folks are just assuming that we're going to discover our own right. the joy of following Christ. And it may not be the case. We we emphasize our calling, mm-hmm. and we emphasize our pastoral duties. That's right. But we don't have anyone holding us personally accountable, right, for our own following of Christ in joy. So I would like to to put it on a personal level in that if you can capture that need in your life and seek someone else seek someone out that will be your accountability partner who will be your discipler or your mentor use either interchangeable words to walk you through what a believer um, what a believer's joy is as he follows Christ it will radically change your entire ministry that's right, and um, I think part of the problem is that 
Um, we had talked about this earlier before this before the show is that many pastors, uh, the reason they they don't or it's not they're they're being malicious or or lazy or anything like that. They just don't know. They've never had it experience themselves. They maybe they were called to the ministry and they sat under pastor so and so and um, and that pastor didn't know themselves uh, to walk with them to hold them accountable uh, to show them what uh, disciple making looks like to show them uh, what what a uh, replic- replicating evangelism uh, looks like um, we we all know how to uh, pastors and leaders we know how to share the gospel we know how to uh, present the gospel in a group we can go to the hospital and and lead somebody to, to Christ uh, but we have a very difficult time uh, imparting that information to somebody else so that they might do it as well. Um, and this is what we want to talk about today, that we may be uh, pastors and leaders, uh, Sunday school teachers, Bible study teachers, whatever you want to call it, uh, who spend time teaching and uh, sharing truths of Scripture that, that we certainly need to know about, but also that we take time with the appropriate people in pouring into their lives that they may replicate replicate what is in our lives, which is the gospel, which is walking with Christ. And uh, we have, I think, we have a poor definition and a poor understanding of what discipleship is. Uh, when I ask people, I do, I do some, um, I lead some seminars for the Kentucky Baptist Convention sometimes for Super Saturday or Quip or something like that, and I'll ask people, what is discipleship. When you think of discipleship and disciple-making, what is this, and what would you imagine they would say, Bill? Um, taking a book and walking through it. Going through a book, yeah. I've had people say, well, we do that on Sunday afternoon. Uh, it used to be called... Um, church training. Church training time. I, I can't, I'm at the generation where we, my generation kind of did it when I was little, little, and then we don't do it anymore, so I have a hard time remembering. So church training, uh, I've talked to pastors who say, well, I disciple from the pulpit. Um, you know, I disciple whenever I go to the homes or the hospital, and people see me, and they, and they hear what I say. And it's those things, yes, they are part of discipleship, and they are part of disciple-making, but it goes so much further than that. It goes so much further than reading a book. Well, what about just breaking it down simply the elements of of a follower of Christ um for instance Toby um sitting down with someone that that can be your mentor your example and you share a time of bible study with them and they show you how they are feeding themselves on right. God's word so many times as a pastor we feel like our sermon preparation is our feeding time. That's the first mistake we make. Right. We need our own personal Bible study time that's separate from the sermon preparation time. And I'm going to be open with you. It causes me absolute joy to be able to sit in or kneel with another brother or, or sister in appropriate circumstances, that their prayer life is much deeper than mine, Mm -hmm. and they are showing me how to go to the throne of God. Amen. We need that. 
especially for the younger guys who yes. are coming up and, and maybe the brand new Christians. Uh, because when I talk to people, I'll, uh, especially when I sit down for the first time with them, uh, not for first time, it'll be for the second or third time, and I'll say, hey, you know what? Today as we close in prayer, maybe we've done a Bible study or something, I'll say, why don't you pray? And uh, why don't you bring us before the Lord? And many times they'll look at me and say, I don't, I don't know how. Um, and you just to do those simple things and it's to hear somebody their heart uh, without having to hear that, you know, um, that, that typified, you know, Deacon prayer, you know what I mean? Yes. Uh, that Lord bless all missionaries. And, <laughs> yeah, you know we have all the, I guess that prayer in our mind that we that we think it has to look like this or or whatever. Um, but just to just to just to sit with somebody to show them what it looks like, and also what Bill was talking about to to hear their heart. That well, might give another, us some encouragement. What about another simple element that we so often overlook these days is that person that modifies for you, models for you, the walk of integrity, mm-hmm. moral integrity. Right. Um, we're so often the first as pastors to uh, to point out areas that need condemnation, but we don't do a good job encouraging people to live and find that that moral example that they can live a a moral life and maybe it's because we're just not real sure how to explain it to them ourselves and i just want to break it down to a simple point that that i have been privileged in my life to see in front of me some men and women who have truly lived a godly life Mm mm-hmm they tried to walk with integrity. Right. Uh, that's something that you don't always find in a book either. No, it's just that personal example. So some of the things that we've hit on already, you're talking about sitting down with somebody and going through something uh, like the Bible or, or a Bible study, like Billy Hank's material or yes. Dr. Brock's material. That way, like somebody had said earlier, that you have a track to run on. Uh, that way, we're not just sitting down and you know muddling through the U.S. Uh, I don't know the Newsday or whatever magazine, and then we kind of spiritualize it or whatever. We're sitting down with Scripture. We're sitting down with something solid. We're not only doing that, but we're spending time in prayer, modeling prayer, uh, hearing their heart, and showing folks uh, what that looks like. Uh, we're sitting down uh, and and showing somebody how evangelism looks like. Um, part of our problem, our churches aren't aren't sharing their faith, is is that when you talk to people, the, one of the the biggest uh, reasons is that they're scared, they're afraid, they're afraid they can't get the words out, they're afraid they don't know what to say, they're afraid of what the other person will say, uh, and to do some modeling, to sit down and say, all right, let's 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 do some role playing right here, and next week you and I are going to go out, um, we're going to go get an ice cream at the store, and listen to what I say to this to this person, or we're going to talk to the going to go to the Cracker Barrel, and we're going to get some food and, and uh, listen to how, how I might share with this person. Encouraging. Uh, it's, it's life on life, and it's not just an hour a week sitting with somebody. It's that you're, you're committing yourself uh, to them, sharing with them. Uh, if you buy a book, you might buy one for your, the, the person you're, you're meeting with uh, and ask them to read it, and you might go through it. Uh, so all these different things that, that we kind of neglect uh, we, and we really need to, the pastor and the leaders in our churches need to take the lead on these things and to say, well, I just don't have time. Uh, I simply don't have time 
to give an hour or two or several hours out of the week for, for just one person. Uh, really, it needs to be such a priority that we find time. Whenever we can replicate and, and, uh, and make another disciple, make somebody who's going to go out and make disciples, somebody who's going to lead, we've really poured into something that's, that's worthwhile. Um, and, and the pastors need to be doing that. Um, I, I think everything that you have said, Toby, I agree with. As we, when we come to the point that we're going to close on this segment, uh, we just really need to have a heartfelt prayer. Not that you and I know every little thing there is about discipleship or even being the proper role models that, that we should. It, I mean, I, there's folks that can point out quickly that, boy, you know, you really blew that. Uh, you know, I don't want to do it the way you did it. But <laughs> but still, we, we need to pray for our, our brothers and our sisters right. that they will understand that it needs to be a personal, heartfelt thing that they can walk a life of joy in Christ and as they experience that, they will naturally want to pass it on. Right. There's something about when when you become a Christian and you're a follower of Christ, you have that Holy Spirit, uh, man, you have a passion for the things of God. And we know that pastors and leaders have a passion for the things of God. Uh, and what we talked about before is a lot of times they, they just weren't modeled and they just don't know. So if you're listening today and, and you haven't, you're not um, intentionally making disciples or pouring your life into another person, especially somebody who has leadership uh, potential, let me encourage you to do a few things. Um, number one, get you a good track to run on. Um, one of the tracks that we like here is Bill and I, we like the Billy Hanks a Call to Joy and a Call to Growth material. You can find that at ieaom.org. Um, and you'll have to click on uh, English and then on materials, and you'll slide down and find that stuff. It's really good. If you've never discipled anybody, you can buy the, I think it's a $29 pack, and it has an eight-session um, leader's guide. And you can go through it with someone else, and it shows you how to use that material. It sets you up. Um, another good material to use is Dr. Brock's material. You can find that at churchgrowthinternational.com. And I, w- I would encourage you to go through um, the, the Good News for You book with another leader, equipping someone else, uh, and then go through I've Been Born Again, What Next, uh, Galatians, and then I believe it's um, John and Romans and Philippians, I think. Um, so anyway, I'll try to get that in the show notes as well. Uh, and it's always hard, and it's, we have to swallow our pride to say, you know, I don't know how to do this. I need a little help. Uh, here in Kentucky, we've got some great regional consultants uh, that would be glad to come alongside you, uh, meet with you once a week, every couple weeks. I don't know, I can't speak for them, but I, I'm pretty sure that they would want to help you with that. Or find a pastor friend that you are comfortable with. Maybe you're a director of missions, like I do with Bill, and say, Bill, I'm, I'm struggling with this area. I'm not very good at this. What are some ways I can, I can do, I can fix this? Uh, and to spend some time on that, uh, that you might be, become equipped to equip other people. Bill? Fantastic advice, Toby, and uh, let's not forget to close in prayer for our brothers and sisters. Well, how about you close for us here? Let's pray. Father, we just thank you for your spirit Hmm. that can fill us and give us a life of joy. Lord, help our pastors and leaders in our churches to sense the need to walk a life of joy and fulfillment in Christ. It's what we were intended to be. 
And Lord, as we experience that joy, may we pass it on to others intentionally, Lord. Lord, help us be bold enough to admit our need and to seek out today that person that we trust, that we might be modeled, Lord, what it is to walk in Christ. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys, and we'll see you next time.